Hey guys, this is the second and final part of our series on Tether. In the first part, we cover topics like what is Tether, why do you need a stable coin in the first place, Tether is a stable coin, and discussed some serious allegations against Tether as per the report that we had discussed in the in the first part. So, you know, if you're directly jumping into the second part, I, I would recommend that you check that episode out first because that will help you build some context. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> if you're lazy to switch, uh, let me tell you what we're going to be covering in this episode. So we kicked off the episode with a very hypothetical question, but could be true. Uh, what would happen if Tether goes bust? We, we spoke about like two, three scenarios, uh, how it would impact the, the financial markets, the crypto markets and the retail investor in general. Uh, we also explored some history around Tether holdings and... I also spoke my heart out like why I feel that cryptos could be a scam. I know that <laughs> I know that I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I genuinely feel that and even Anmol seconded me that, you know, 90% of the cryptos in circulation today are just pure noise. Like they're, they're going to go bust, right? We, we've already seen uh, what happened with some of the doggy coins out there. Like there was one, one coin which went entirely bust, right? Zero. Uh, squid I think so I I spoke about that and to conclude you know we, we summarize some not some many red flags around Tether and Tether holdings spoke about you know what you should do as a retail investor in cryptocurrencies like if you are risk averse then maybe just not get into cryptos right now because if Tether blows up then your entire portfolio crypto portfolio could could be at risk but if you if you're someone who loves to take risks, then you know that doesn't really affect you much. So we spoke about all of this stuff in this episode. It was pretty good. I think the entire series and all was pretty interesting, and I learned a lot about Tether. I didn't know this much about Tether before. Uh, the report which was written, like Bloomberg, published a very comprehensive report on this. I'll keep that in the in the description. You should definitely read that. But yeah, I mean, this this podcast also gives a very good brief into the entire Tether situation at this point. And Anmol also spoke about the importance of having your own wallet and imparted his wisdom as always. So let's get on with the show. Yeah, and China is notorious for not giving us a complete picture so we'll never yeah. find out but uh, you know just just shifting conversations here so let's imagine a scenario where you know tether doesn't get the money back like it has invested in chinese commercial papers mm. those commercial papers go bust they get no money from it and basically tether has no money to show for those reserves mm. what happens then like you know what are some scenarios that could happen according to you if if the worst case scenario ever plays out the way i see it so someone else has posted this on twitter if people want to get out of usdt if they, if people want to get out of tether they might go into bitcoin like the position goes the, their money goes from tether into bitcoin they liquidate into bitcoin rather than into fiat which would drive up bitcoin's price in the short term i find that unlikely because if this is happening, if Tether is, is actually blowing up, chances are people will just not want to touch crypto at that time with a 10-foot pole. 
So them going into Bitcoin at that point wouldn't make sense. Second thing that could happen if they do choose to withdraw into fiat money. So they would be dealing with their exchanges. So you and me, the average retailer, the average retail investor, we deal with our exchange. We would want to get, uh, we'll ask our exchange to give us our money back. You can take our tether tokens. You can give me my money back. We'll be good. At that time, obviously the exchanges won't have anything to show because they are just a piece in this. They don't, they just hold tether. The so when man. they go to tether, yeah, they are the middleman. So when they go to tether, they won't get enough money back. <laughs> Essentially, it would be a liquidity crunch because every liquidity would be sucked out of the market. There wouldn't be enough money going around. People who get their hands on it, they're good. People who don't, some get partial values back, some get no values back. The mass panic in the markets causes crypto to dump. We enter a bear market. We enter a crypto winter. There might be some contagion on the equity markets as well because now there are crypto. So, for example, Coinbase is a $70 billion company trading on the market. So, wow. if, if Coinbase goes down 15%, 20%, for example, in a day, chances are other crypto-oriented companies, for example, MicroStrategy, Sailor, Sailor's company, he owns $3 billion, He bought $3 billion worth of Bitcoin. So yeah. uh, there's a lot of contagion. Tesla still owns Bitcoin, for example. Twitter CEO, Square CEO, Jack Dorsey's company, Square, they're working with Bitcoin. There are a lot of companies now that are getting involved. And if this does happen, there would, there would be mass panic. There would be a lot of contagion going on in the markets and it would take a while to stabilize. But some people have also now started wondering if Tether has essentially entered the too big to fail category because we, while there isn't any official evidence that Tether uh, isn't entirely backed, it is, there is a lot for people to see and basically have their own opinion, just think about it for themselves. But regardless of all of this, Tether still has more than 80 to $100 billion of trading volume in a day with many leveraged futures and contracts also being collateralized by Tether. So as they say, the, the market is only the market is only a market because people trust it. People still have, I don't know how, but people still have trust in Tether. So Tether is still the main stable coin and by a long shot, uh, the second uh, biggest stable coin, USDC, is worth maybe half of what Tether is worth. So Tether still has a place in a lot of people, in a lot of crypto traders and a lot of crypto users and a lot of people's general lives. So that is, yeah, like I, I, I agree with you. Like when you say it's too big to fail, like one question that comes to my mind is who is going to bail them out? Because like the government, I don't think the government is going to give money to tether holdings in case a situation arises that they don't have the money to pay back to the exchanges or to the retail public. So <laughs> even if it's too big to fail, a good question to ask is who is going to bail them out in the first place? Because if the government is not going to do it, and I don't know if any private company wants to invest in tether holdings right now, like there might be some people who might be interested to buy some stake if the situation arises. But another angle is that I feel that people should look at is that there is no limit on issuing new tethers. So like if, even if Tether find itself in a liquidity crunch, like they, I think they can anticipate it and what they can do is as long as people believe in Tether and keep using Tether to buy cryptos, they could just keep issuing new Tether, right? They could just 
like mint more of the stable coin raise more real money and as and when people want to withdraw they can pay them back so they could keep inflating this bubble as long as they want to people have trust in this entire system that's that's what i think and uh, i mean it's a very precarious situation to be in and if the rumors turn out to be true i mean it definitely there are a lot of red flags i at this point i don't think they are rumors some of it i believe would be true because a lot of stuff that they are doing looks very shady looks very i don't know it's it's borderline illegal i don't know if it's if it's legal as well but it could be one of the biggest scams of the decade they they are just printing out new tether and they are raising money from people and they are using that money to make money right it's it's not their money that they are using right now it's it's actually the the money of the retail public i mean tether there's so much more to talk about so because tether is also the parent company of tether tether holdings is bitfinex which is an exchange which is one of the older exchanges so at one point they uh, bitfinex was in the hole for 850 million dollars because i think it got hacked so the crypto uh, the exchange got hacked and some uh, some of the users crypto went missing so at that point because it was down 850 million there's very little clue about it in the market about how tether and bitfinex's reserves were at that time because bitfinex's reserves were down as well and tether nationally like has as it has been so whether the reserves got intertwined whether they got mixed whether how how that how the companies were propped up then this is this is there's still investigations going on into this and another theory this one genuinely caught my eye is that so out of the tether core team which is uh, another thing is tether is a 70 billion dollar company and it has barely i think 8 or 10 employees which is un- mm-hmm. very unusual to think about so its cto so its chief technological officer so he is the cto for tether and for bitfinex the parent company uh there is a theory that tether cto will publish a random image a random and it can be anything it can be a picture of a cat on a background but if the if the background of the picture is red then the markets are going to dump if the background of the pictures are green the markets are going to pump and wow. i i kid you not this has been said by so many people it can it can be a car for example if the color of the car is red that means markets can dump if if the color of the car, if the color of a background if it's a meme for example If if it's if the color of a meme, something in the meme is green, and you can literally go on his Twitter profile and you can look at the comments. People are genuinely asking whether the green is highlighted more or whether the red is highlighted more in the picture. My God, what kind of world are we living in right now? Like, <laughs> man, this this is sad. Honestly, <laughs> like Elon could tweet about Tether and it could go up. Like, I don't know. that that also could be one thing like maybe the the ceo or the cfo of tether could contact elon and they could say like you know elon we're going to pay you this much just tweet about tether and you'll save us i don't know man like at this point everything sounds crazy because i'm a very traditional kind of investor so that is why i love your take on it because you know you understand this this sector or this segment of the market in much better detail than i do and i still feel that you know this i i still feel that cryptocurrency like people are going to going to bash me for it i believe the technology that backs cryptocurrency but the cryptocurrency itself 
I think it's a big scam. <laughs> I don't know, man. So it's the the way I see it is that ninety percent of the biggest cryptocurrencies that are here right now, very likely that they won't exist in the next five years because that genuinely ninety percent of cryptocurrency markets right now is just noise. Every other day yeah. there are some new tokens coming out. Something else is up. So, but if you can find quality projects and if you can hold them through periods of turmoil, then I think it's fine to have a small percent right now, a small percent of your overall portfolio or net worth, just because hmm. if you can be a part of it, if it goes up, if it doesn't go up, it's one percent or two percent. You're not harmed too much. And uh, another thing, I'm sorry, this is changing the conversation. Another thing that came to mind about tether is the if this is one of the most basic theories against it is that if tether has the potential, if if it has the power to uh, print unlimited tether tokens without backing, we don't know if they are backed or not. But the peg, the the peg for the market is still maintained. So behind the scenes, we don't know if they have every dollar to match a tether token, but. Uh, uh, on the outside everything appears as normal one tether is still one dollar there is very little preventing them from just printing tether buying up bitcoin buying up ethereum buying any cryptocurrency just driving the prices up yeah 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 they can do anything basically like there's no regulation as to what is the maximum amount of tethers that can be in the market there is no upper limit of tethers in circulation so like i mentioned you know there could be like next time that we do a show there could be like 300 billion dollars worth of tether in the market and basically just 30 billion in real money to back it up and we would never know so we have too little information to give the audience a definitive answer of where yeah. where that money is right now but definitely there are a lot of red flags like the attestation reports by that audit firm in bahamas their banking partner being in bahama bahamas and then again the connection with china the commercial papers everything looks very shady it's it's all red flags i i have nothing good to say about the the cryptocurrency or the the way the companies run yeah. like people don't know where the ceo is the cfo has never like no one knows where the cfo is also like how is he running the company you are saying that there are only 10 employees like yeah. 70 billion dollar worth of you know they have like 70 billion dollars worth of tether in circulation and only 10 employees so do they even have enough bandwidth to manage the transactions that is also a big question so everything points against tether there's like the new york attorney legal case that's going on i think you just mentioned that they they were also they did some settlement of 41 million dollars with with someone i don't know who who was yeah it? yes this happened yesterday only so they settled for 42 million dollars i think with the commodity futures trading commission and this is again very interesting so they said that uh, basically they chose a time period from mid 2016 so that's when tether was way smaller compared to now to early 2019 and they said basically the uh, commission said that in that time period they only found they found that tether was only fully backed 27.6 or 27.5% of the days like they they looked at i think 600 to 700 days or maybe maybe a bit more than that so in total they found that it was only fully backed for 27.6 or 27.7% days and what they said was 
what the commission's definition of fully being fully backed was uh, to have an equivalent amount of assets or resources in the company's own bank account. So Tether very cleverly, very slyly said that we had the assets, it was, they were just in someone else's name. And it corroborates with their story because in, in that time period, at, for some point, they did not have a banking partner. So <laughs> from, from their end, they're trying to clean it up. But at the same time, that's, I don't even know like, what to say. How, how can you even keep your money in someone else's bank account? Like, again, that also doesn't make any sense. So I don't know. And there's, there's a lot of red flags too early for us to say anything. I don't want to yeah. give any, any comments on the podcast right now, uh, before we have like solid proof against the company, but you know, just, just to close this show out, if anyone's listening to this episode and they hold the tether or, you know, if, if they hold tether or any cryptocurrency, what should they do? Like, you know, what would be, what are some options they have right now? So that basically is on your judgment. So if you think that Tether is too far gone, cryptocurrencies are like from their roots, they have been spoiled. And if you're on that line of thought, then just stay away. Get your money out while you can. Stay away. Look from the sidelines. Enjoy. But if you think that the damage will not be too bad, you can transact in other stable coins. So some other stable coins, for example, are USDC, uh, BUSD, GUSD. So USDC is issued by a company called Circle and they have a marketing partnership with Coinbase. BUSD and GUSD are both issued by uh, the exchange uh, called Gemini, but BUSD has a marketing partnership with Binance and GUSD is with Gemini. And basically, if you purchase any cryptocurrencies with these stable coins, immediately move it into your own wallet. So in crypto, there are two different types of wallets, three actually. So Exchanges are non-custodial wallets, which means that they are giving you an IOU. So if you have one Bitcoin on Binance, for example, Binance is telling you that you have one Bitcoin with us, but they're not giving you your Bitcoin to use. They are holding it for you, essentially. You don't have custody of your own cryptocurrency. So you don't have your own private keys to your wallet. So essentially, they're saying that you bought a car you know you have a car, we know you have a car, but we're not giving you the keys. You can use it, you can drive it, but as long as it's fine by our terms and conditions, that's all good. So that may seem absurd to think about, which is why self-custodial wallets are recommended. So in this case, you hold the private keys to your wallet. So your car, your keys, your crypto, everything, Mm. it's all on you. The only problem here is that if anyone gets access to this private key, they can access all of your cryptocurrency. So the onus is on the user to safely store their private key. So keep it away from, like, never take a photograph of it. Don't write it down on an electronic device. Keep it in a safe, whatever. That is up to the user. So if you can keep your private key safe, you can keep your cryptocurrency with you. And another reason is that if your crypto is being held on an exchange, because you don't have control of how it's being used by the exchange, it might be that they're using your crypto as collateral for someone else's futures trading. For example, mm, it may understand. it's not necessary that this happens. It's not, it's not necessary that this doesn't happen. It's a possibility. And a slang from the crypto world is not your keys, not your cheese. 
so if you if you have your own wallet if you if you own your private keys you have custody of your own cryptocurrency and this is what is recommended so for your own custodial wallets there are two basically hardware and software so hardware you get a physical device that you get an address with it you connect it with your computer once just so it gets powered on and you can transfer your crypto to that address and you can keep that wallet in a safe somewhere far far away and it's in cold storage because no one is touching it it's yours no one has the access to the private keys so no one is going to use it others are software so you still get the private keys but they're installed on your computer this is more convenient and it's cheaper but it's only as safe as your computer so if your computer gets a virus or malware or any other thing then it it is possible that they have access to your private key and they can take your cryptocurrency hmm understood so like there are two options basically if you feel that this is a situation which is just going to blow up somewhere in the future just stay away from cryptocurrencies like i hope that you don't have a big exposure like like if more than more than 10 or 15% of your overall portfolio in cryptocurrencies in general because that itself is a very risky thing to do but any exposure to cryptocurrency you you should definitely think about how things are going to play out because like tether is the third largest cryptocurrency right now and if if things go bad then i think like the entire crypto uh, space is going to be in in a mess that said again these are rumors we don't know how true it is so if you are someone who likes to take risks do keep it safe make sure that you have the private key and you know take all the precautions that you can so keep that in mind and uh, yeah i think we have covered some really good content on tether on the red flags what's going on with tether right now and we'll keep you guys updated on the when we get the definitive news of what's what's going to happen with the with the cryptocurrency in the future so uh stay tuned and anmol again you know it was a it was a pleasure to have you on bazaar it's been two months since we did a show on bazaar so i'm i'm really excited to edit this and also talk about the evergrand situation so i think the next show that we should do is talk about what's going on in the chinese real estate market and specifically what's happening with evergrand yeah definitely that is also a very interesting situation it's seemingly calm down for now but it's not fully gone away and evergrand knows it the chinese government knows it so it's going to be very very interesting to look at awesome awesome all right man thanks for coming on the show thank you all right guys that does it for today's edition of bazaar people on the show may have certain recommendations to buy or sell but don't buy or sell based on what you hear do your own research especially if it's a cryptocurrency or a stable coin man let me tell you like <laughs> you need to do your own research you if you're putting your money to work you need to be smart you need to do your research before you put any single dollar or rupee to work so just be diligent and stay tuned we we're going to cover the the evergrand episode very shortly uh, it's it's going to be a really interesting one uh, like i'm very excited to talk about that it's 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 a very interesting turn of events that has led to evergrand finding itself in this position so stay tuned and if you have any feedback for us do reach out to us on the bazaar podcast at gmail.com you can hit me up on twitter wherever just just reach out tell us about topics that you want us to cover if there's anything on the crypto space i've got anmol i've also got siddhant with me 
these two guys are amazing when it comes to cryptocurrency even general stuff you know these these guys are really brilliant so i want to tap their brains as much as i can and you know just just give me your feedback of topics that you want us to cover so take care and we'll see you next week